jumping headfirst into the darkness may not be the best way to do things, but it's certainly a way to do things. Let's just hope your luck holds. So you got your characters, you got your, your skills and all that. You figure out what sort of person you are, besides being a, a Zabrak and a Philosian. So what what's uh, what's your deal? So I think maybe um, we could do something where I've got some sort of well, I think Adam would have to agree to this, but I've got some sort of like work-related assignment that I've got, and then I've hired Zook to come along because maybe like I have to, maybe it's something related to like fixing my spaceship or you know. Guarding, so. Mm-hmm. Right, but like, if you're a technician, then maybe. I can make droids. Right, so maybe the marshal is trying to get some stuff fixed for his for his day job. So like, yeah. So I got hired. So Jog is hired to to help him find some parts or something. That's kind of cool. Yeah, if you're into that, that that works. Is that cool? Sure. All right, so uh, we'll start it off at your at your business meeting then. Okay. All right. Today we're joined by Adam. Hi, Adam. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What type of How old are you? What grade you're in? What you like to do? You play D and D. You're a, a dungeon master. Yeah, I am in grade five and ten, half roughly. Um, I had to ask both those questions because we have British listeners and they do their own thing with grades that makes perfect sense to them but makes no sense to us. And we do our thing with grades that makes no sense to them but makes perfect sense to us. Okay. Um, I like to play D&D. Cool. And we're also joined by John. Hello. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Sure. So I'm Adam's dad. I'm 43. (laughs) No, 44 now. 44. And I'm in the 20th grade. No. Um, and I'm a librarian and I work for a company with a software data for libraries. Cool. Both Star Wars fans? You got the Star Wars shirt. Yeah. I assume so. Yeah, so I think I saw. I think the first, first movie I saw was episode four, but it might have been episode five because when I was a kid it was harder to see them casually uh, when they weren't. So mm-hmm. maybe possible I watched a five or six or <laughs> but I remember going to see Return uh, uh, of the Jedi in the theater. Yeah, I um, we were kids when the special editions came out. So it was very cool to see them. I do remember Doug falling asleep during Return of the Jedi, though. Yeah. And who are you playing today? So my name, my uh, character is Jog. He's a, a Thalothian and. Um, he is trying to uh, recover some some parts for a spaceship, and um, he's he's been hired by a uh, a wealthy person to do that. And Kish Ducati, Kish Ducati, yeah. And um, he is really stressed out because Kish Ducati has a lot of uh, power. He doesn't want to mess this up, and so he's hired an expert technician. Named Zook. Yes, Zook is a Zabrak technician. 
who makes droids. Okay. I really enjoy that Zook has two U's. Oh, and here's the cat. Right when we start recording. There's this old bit of um, Star Wars material where it's no longer part of Star Wars officially. Yeah. Um, Where Luke was cloned and new Luke had two U's in it. It was Luke instead of Luke. Uh, (laughs) Luke! Alright, so before we start, I want each of you to roll one of those. And I'll sort of explain what we're doing as we go along. We got one dark side, two dark side points to start. I'll roll one, two, so maybe we can have a light side point in there. Nope, third dark side point. So the way those work is, if you want to add something cool to the story, mm-hmm. you can add it with a light side point. If I want to add something that I think is cool to the story, I add it with a dark side point. Oh. <laughs> so in other words, something that would advance the plot and probably annoy us a teensy bit. Yeah, yeah or challenge. Yeah, or challenge. Or just take things in a different direction. You are really going to mess things up. Um, okay. And what does Zook look like? Zook has yellow. I'm just gonna go with yeah. yellow skin. I, 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 at least I think the um, non-black part of Zabrax is their skin. Not sure. Like that, they have tattoos, darker tattoos on their face. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, black tattoos. Cool. And what does Jog look like? So, so Jog's just the Lothian. Mm-hmm. So he's got um, sort of like. Um, tentacle-looking things coming off the top of his head. Um, otherwise, he just looks like a uh, kind of a grizzly, grizzly dude, and he wears a uh, long coat as well. Great coat. Okay. Uh, great coat. How old is Zook? Uh, I don't think I think to actually be respected as a person, but young enough that I'll actually get how to play. Maybe as old as you want. We've got some skilled young mechanics in Star Wars. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go 16. Okay. okay. Um, we'll go, Jog's getting a little um, older, so let's say Jog is uh, 30. Okay. A little older. Alright. Great. What sort of place would Jog have a, a meeting with Zook? To talk about what you need done. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think they would have. To, it's not super sensitive, so I don't think they need to be really stealthy. Yeah. So maybe just at like a restaurant. Sure. Okay. So you guys are down in Little Onderon. It is sort of an older neighborhood. There are a place that lots of locals come. You don't get a lot of tourists in Little Onderon, and you're in a restaurant called Jedrin's. Mm-hmm. Jedrin says uh, they've, they're known for pretty good diner food. It, it's sort of an old school diner. It's got a lot of chrome and uh, red leather seats and that sort of thing. Okay. And droids are coming around and taking orders and bringing milkshakes and things like that. Okay. What are the two of you talking about? Yeah, so, so Zook, um, I've got somebody who is really, really putting a lot of pressure on to find some spare parts for a spaceship. I can give you more details later, but it's you know, we've got to get out and try to find this stuff. Like, it's really, you know, really 
tight, tight turnaround. Um, what kind of pay do you need? 100 credits up front, <laughs> 500 back. Well, that sounds like a that sounds like a pretty uh, stiff price. Uh, how about we see what we get, and then um, there's a percentage. Okay, what's the percentage? Well, <laughs> uh, this is getting very specific. Um, uh, how about 20 percent? So 20 percent of the value of that seems okay. Alright, you're a real tough, tough <laughs> So you two are having this conversation, and this place isn't too busy, but you can ho- overhear multiple conversations having in the background, going on in the background. I'd like a perception check from Zook, please. <laughs> so um, what's your rank in perception? Three. And your, your cunning? My cunning is two. <laughs> okay. So you're starting out with three dice, two of which are better. So that's your half the roll. And then I'm going to make this nice and easy for you. So you get that. Alright, so we've got a lot of different symbols. Yeah, a lot. So those ones are advantages. Those ones are threats. Threats and advantages cancel out. That one is a success. That one is an advantage. And that one had to come up on the first roll. That is a triumph. So, you successfully overheard a conversation happening behind you. It's a triumph. Yeah. I'll let I'll, uh, we'll get into the triumph and your advantage in a second. So, you hear this conversation happening behind you. You can sort of get a little glance back and see who it is. There are three pretty scruffy-looking guys back there. There's a... A... Trandoshan, sort of a lizard face. Um, yeah, looks like Bosk. Yeah, he's got green gray skin and some little feathers uh, coming out of the sides of his chin. And there is a, a Zeltron. He's a very handsome man. He's got red skin and blue hair. His hair is really long and back in a ponytail. And there is a there's a, a person that it, it looks like they're wearing like a full almost not quite Boba Fett, but a full armor situation with a helmet and everything. Yeah, not not quite Mandalorian. It's a little different than what you'd expect from a Mandalorian. He's got a milkshake. He's drinking it through a straw under his helmet. It's good All right. And then... What are they talking about? You hear the, the guy in the helmet. <laughs> yeah. The slurp so, side of the horse. The uh, Trandoshan responds, I think they're very valuable. That old theater's been abandoned for years. I don't know why it's filled with droids now. The Zeltron like, well, we should check it out. It's uh, it's just down at the, at the bottom of the canyon. Let's, let's go. I bet we can make some good money on this. And that's the most important part of the conversation here. They keep talking about how they're going to get down there and all that, but you, you heard some good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about how they're going to get some droids from the computer that's packed up with droids and sell them for cash. Uh, listen, you might, might be able to get... That sounds like something that you write up your alley, right? Because you're a mm-hmm. droid technician. 
they're gonna have have my spaceship parts done there? Um, I might. Great parts, spaceship parts. Okay. Eh, it's all. I might be able to salvage some stuff, but probably not that much. Alright, well, that's a really, that's a, that's a good lead. This could really save my, my skin here. So, yeah, if this, if this works out, I might be able to bump up that twenty percent. That's, that's the best thing I've heard all day. So your boss, Kish Ducati, he is a Chatter fan. He's uh, about three and a half feet tall. Little bat nose and mousy ears. Um, he's very mean. <laughs> he's mean. Yeah. Okay. He. he his uh, his company is Kish Tech. <laughs> they make weapons for tiny hands. Hey. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So not that that really has anything to. I just right. really <laughs> like Kish Ducati yeah, yeah. and Kish Tech. So I'm like. Um, it's like T-Rex yeah. <laughs> They're regular size blasters, but they have tiny, tiny uh, controls. Yeah, <laughs> little tiny triggers. All right. Okay, so um, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Sounds like it might be a little risky for uh, racing. Yeah, the three of them look pretty tough. Well, we should probably uh, we should probably get them down there as quickly as possible. Yeah, we're good. Judging from the fact that it's in the canyon, and we're currently in a giant city that covers almost the entire world, we're probably going to need a speeder that is not a taxi to get there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so, so let's see if we can get down there first, and then we can um, stake it out. And, um, yeah. I'd like a streetwise check from okay. Jog. Yeah. How many dice? So it's your streetwise with your cunning. Yep. So two two streetwise and how many cunning? Three. Okay, so it's two yellows and a green. You got a triumph. I forgot about that. A so triumph. before you roll, yep. you get to... So with your advantage, you can introduce something good. With your triumph, you can introduce something great. So good... You could also just pass on your advantage to give him a boost, which is one of these blue dice. Um, what, what's the advantage of something great? Or what's the example of something great? Um, in this situation, you could go out and you could see that they're, they're, you see these people turn on their speeder and it just starts smoking. Or uh, Okay, I got an idea. Um, I'm going to pass on my advantage to you. I'm going to okay. use my Triumph a speeder bike to be idling those keys still in the ignition. That's a triumph. Yep, that, that'll work. Right. Yeah, so you walk out the door and you see that there's just happens to be a speeder bike. Idling. Yeah, uh, it is very well maintained, big and shiny, and it's got like uh, some sort of wolf like skull on the front, but it's got horns. Uh, so a gangster bike is what you're saying. It's a gangster bike, yeah. <laughs> All right, so he passed on his advantage to you. You get a boost die on okay. your roll. Should I roll this up now? You got a decent roll there. I'll make it a little difficult. You got another triumph. See? We're good at this. What would a double triumph do? <laughs> All right. So I already spent that that threat preemptively. So the threat does the opposite of... Uh, advantage okay um because yeah that is a gang 
That's a gang bike. But you know you know you have an idea of where this place is. Okay. The the place like all the way at the bottom of this big street that you're on. Mm-hmm. So like the street's this big canyon with uh, different neighborhoods on either Thanks. side. The place you're looking for is all the way at the bottom of this pretty um, abandoned sort of area. Not many people live down there anymore. There's a lot of sketchy characters. Sketchy characters. Like uh, like cats. Yeah, there's a lot of loft cats down there. Um, Let's go. You also have a triumph. First two rolls of the game. Yeah, so maybe um, on the bike there's like a uh, like there's, there's some storage in the back of the bike. Yeah. And so right after we fire it up I lurk in the back of the, the storage box and there's something Awesome. Yeah. What that is, I'm not quite sure. Detonator? Just <laughs> <laughs> explode this place will really detonator. In this bike there could reasonably be explosives. I will, <laughs> I will say that there is a thermal detonator in there. Oh wow, thermal detonator. Yeah. Alright. So it sounds like we're uh rolling well. Yeah. We should roll down to the abandoned theater and our speed of bike. The time you leave this restaurant, the diner, mm-hmm. it is getting darker out heading into evening the sun's about to go down and by the time you reach the bottom of this canyon like street it's completely dark the only thing illuminating the bottom here is the headlight on the front of your speeder bike and they've got it set up so that the headlight shines through the two eyes of the skull oh wow yeah that's nice and you know what I'll give you a light side point it's it's very dark down here that's me introducing something tougher for you guys. As you drive, you're passing by um, trash cans and old abandoned R2 units that people have started little fires in and there are people huddled around them. And there are a few little street lights that are flickering, on, flickering and on and off. Exactly what I thought would happen. And you knew exactly where that theater was. You're heading directly towards it. Buildings are just going straight up on either side, and as you get closer to the, the theater, it sort of looms in front of you. It's not a big place. It's two... Uh, from the outside, it looks like maybe three or four stories high, but, you know, it's a theater. It's probably two floors inside. And you see the front entrance with its broken glass and the door slightly ajar. Nice. Uh, well, I think we're going to have an issue if the only light that we've got is on so, um, <laughs> you want to go in this building, you're going to have to figure out some other way to light the place up. I also want to hide the bike so that it's not completely obvious that we're here. So, if we think about bringing it inside, keeping the lights on. Should I say, I- I'm trying to think, should I introduce something nice such as it just so happens that we have a flashlight. I did give you that light side point back, yeah. Okay, so so you have a flashlight that you're going to flashlights have some cool names. Uh, That's glow rods. That's one of my multi-tool features <laughs> on my arm. You flip that light side point and you definitely have a glow rod finger. Alright. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, we we should probably it. say that you have a mechanical arm that yes. is uh, has yes. many, yeah. many purposes. Multi-purpose. Yeah. Mechanical. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Like arms. All right. So let's. Why don't you help me get this bike inside the building, just in case those those three grizzly dudes that we saw in the uh, restaurant don't 
don't see it right away in the beginning because I'm expecting the beginners. Well. So let's hide it. Yeah, this is also just a little open speculation. The bike may or may not be theirs, or a tough, right, or yeah, someone, or right. other tough, or like a tough gang's bike. So it might either tell them that we're here if we leave it out, or scare them off. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Then the door's ajar. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. So let's try to bring it inside, just so it's not. Yeah. You walk up no to the door, and you're able to. It's a mechanical door that slides open instead of pushing. So you're able to sort of slide it roughly out of the way. There's a lot of debris here and there, but you can just sort of sweep it aside, and you bring the bike in. Um, inside the lobby of this area, there's a little there's a little cat. There's always cats. Um, there's a broken window to your side that looks like it's where they maybe took took tickets, and another room off to the side of that with some old like coat hangers and stuff. And the hall goes on and up to the left. There's a little door, and it looks like it opens. Ahead of you, like straight ahead of you, it opens up into a bigger room. Let's take a quick look um, in that coat closet to make sure no one's hiding Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my gun out of its little holster just to be sure. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna open the door of this cloak room just to make sure nobody's gonna follow us after we go in. You open it up and you see a droid slumped up against the wall. It looks like they are not um. working. So, hey Zook, what, what can you tell us about this droid? Do you want to try and check it out? Sure. I'm just trying to think. If, it, if this is a theater, it'd probably be a um, droid like C-3PO or maybe an R2 unit. It doesn't look like that. Okay. It's got a, a skinny body and a, a flat-faced head. Uh, um, you want to check it out with a sure, mechanics check or something? Seem- what do these parts you need from this yeah. boss of yours? I, I don't know. I think you're going to have to figure out what this thing is. Alright, so... Oh, very trusted. So you got very high mechanics, is that right? Or is that computers? My mechanics is... My computer's super high. My mechanics is just two. Okay, so... And your intelligence is three. So it's two yellows and a green. I'm going to take those. Um, and I'm going to make it, hey, come on, um, you two are rolling so well. So you're going to add in another. So it's, it's going to be a hard check, but I'm going to flip one of my dark sides over to make it a little bit harder. Mega dark side? Yep. Die? Yep. So, and these ones... These ones are sort of like environmental. You can convince me that you get one of those if you can come up with something good. Um, hey, this is actually kind of bad. My first. No, it's not. Looks, you looks have, bad enough. You have a success and two threats. So you can tell that this droid is very old. It is not a maker model that you've ever seen before. Hmm. And as you're poking around at it, you pick up its arm, its limp metal thin arm, and uh, 
you push a little um, spot on it, and uh, it sort of opens up into a large blaster. Sweet. Battle droid. Whoa. May or may... Well, if it's old, I may or may not... If we turned it on and it had power, I might be able to um, make it sis- make it subservient to our command. <laughs> you certainly that- could try. Yeah, sounds like this thing is pretty pretty old and beat up. I don't know if we want to spend a lot of time fixing this up and we want to keep moving. Um, well, so is, is it, so is the blaster part of the robot? It's built in, yeah. Okay. Wow. So I think maybe we should take note of this thing and keep moving because I don't want to be driving away. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna rip out the component of the blaster that let it lets it shoot. So if those bristly dudes bring with them a mechanic so they can turn on the droids and, like, make them subservient, so they, like, make it so that they can't use this gun. Because if this is an old model... Right, but they'd, they'd also have to drag it around. That seems less efficient than just shooting it. I still want to rip out the gun part. <laughs> okay. And it's CPU. <laughs> rip, rip. You got two threats, so... You attempt to rip out the gun part, but it's just so old you don't really know where things are connected. It's not technology that you're very familiar with. Okay. Okay. So maybe we keep moving and see what else is here? Should I just shoot it? I could, I could probably just shoot it. That would call attention to us. I'm going to be a little sneaky here. Okay. Alright. Let's be sneaky. I still have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I'm going to be Yeah. I have a bad feeling about in a theater with its door ajar, and then we just find a robot with a built-in gun. Yeah, I think we should also peek in the ticket. Yeah. Ticket booth is completely empty. Cool. Yeah. Let's let's head up towards that door. uh, You you head out of the what must be an old coat check, and to your well, I guess coming out of it, it's sort of straight into the the right a little bit. uh, Set of doors. Heading into that set of doors, it opens up into a large space. There are lots of seats. And it looks like you are on a bit of a balcony overlooking something below. Something. Well, you can't see what's down there right now. Ominous. It's very dark. So if all we've got is that little light at the end of this finger or whatever, we're probably yeah. not going to be able to light this place up very long. Can you see anything down there, too? Um, I'm trying to reason it he would actually be able to because the um the bracks live on a pretty dark world in general right like D- Dothamir or whatever some Zabraks live on Dathomir most Zabraks live on I'm just thinking of like if their original Iridonia hmm. I'm trying to think of their original birthplace uh, like if, if it would be in his blood to have this yeah. vision I mean, you don't. Some there are some species that like have night vision, like Chiss have night vision, like Grand Admiral Thrawn. Your guy does not have that. Grand Admiral Thrawn is scary. So if we can't, if we can't see anything down. You do have uh, something you might be able to use. Two somethings you might be able to use. Two somethings. Oh yeah, we have our little butter. We have our little butter bug, bug friends. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I. I almost forgot about this. Um, I say we send down two butterbugs 
You've got two of them? Yeah, i got two of them. Wow, cool. Alright, so you do send down your droid. Alright. So you take these two little little balls off your belt, and you toss them up in the air, and they stay up there. And you tell them to go check things out? Yeah, go check things out below this balcony, and report back within, what, ten minutes? Yeah, I guess. Okay. They hover off, and you see the little green lights on the back of them go down over the balcony. You gonna check other things out while they yeah, check out down check below? Check out this uh, balcony here. So yep. there's seating and some other. Yep, there's seats and stairs that go down to the the rail of the balcony. And then you look off into the dark gloom. Let's let's walk down the stairs. Well, I, I want to look through the seats and see if anyone. <laughs> like, drop some credits. <laughs> hey, as much cash as I can you get. Fell out of their pocket. Yeah, it fell out of their pocket. Hey, as much cash as, as I can get is good. Alright, if you really want to do that, <laughs> roll a uh, uh, oh, perception check. Perception? Yep, with uh, two purple dice and your extremely high perception. So your perception's three, your cunning's two, is that right? Yeah. So it's two yellows. One green and two purples. No red. No red this time. So is that what you got? You got all the right ones there? Okay. <laughs> Alright. You have not... I just want to say that the two of you, have, I don't think, have rolled a single failure. No. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't. Not, not that I know of. <laughs> Alright, so you have three successes and a threat. Looking under these seats, you your little finger flashlight picks up a little glint of gold. It is a very, very, very old credit. Ten credit piece. Ooh. It might be worth more than ten credits now. Old ten credit piece? See? It's worth it. Hashtag is worth it. <laughs> the threat is you got hepatitis from the theater seat. So, Zook is like ducking below seats looking for stuff. Uh, and, um. Bonk my head. Again. Game two game. And Jog walks up to the balcony railing. That's right. And you're looking down there, and all you see is the two little red lights from the, the remotes. Um. I'd like to look back at the door that we came in through. Uh-huh. Is there anything up above it, like a projection room or any other windows? Um, so it's like a four-story theater. I just wanted to see if there's anything above it. There is uh, nothing above there. Well, there's a little room above. There some. Um, it's lighting. It looks like it was maybe sort of your traditional acting theater rather oh, than a movie right theater. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I want to climb up there. And before long, the two butterbugs come back with their green lights and uh, come back to your hand, Zook. And they report there are lots of droids here. Lots? Yeah. Mostly uh, down below on the first floor. Can they tell us if there's any uh, other life forms or. Nothing substantial. Okay. Just. Cats and rats. Cats. Yeah, moth cats, rats. Radioactive bugs. Con- uh, there's a large conduit slug downstairs. Conduit slug. It's large. It's just Ew. a gross thing. Yeah, it's not really a 
any this sort of like threat. This is like concrete, right? They, um, something like that? Yeah, they, they follow like electric lines and suck energy out of things. So it sounds like we need to try to search for a way down to the first floor. I don't want to jump off the balcony. So. Oh, you don't want to do a cool yeah. Indiana Jones moment? Oh! I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm this jog. is like off. This is I'm off. Jog. I, I, I know not of here. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is an old. Far, it's, it's a it movie is, series from a galaxy far, far away. And far, far in the future. As much as I'd like to pick her out for some more stuff stuck in the floor, <laughs> why don't we. And gum. Why don't we go uh, out of this balcony? Try to find a way. Okay, can we just like smash? Hulk smash moment? You leave this theater, this upper balcony area, and head back out into uh, that main area that you started out in. Are there and So there was the, um, the cloaker and yep. the ticket booth. Are yep. there any other doors in that main lobby? There's actually a, it's a big open. Past this balcony area, there's a big open area. Like, if we come out the doors to the balcony and turn left. Yeah. Okay, I'll, let's uh, do that. I'll do a little zoom in to my map here because I. A map? Dungeon Master style? Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's a big open area ahead of you. With a little hallway heading off to the left. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Let's, uh, let's walk forward then and then turn left and go down. So you walk forward into this big open area. To your right, it looks like there might be some other sort of balcony that just sort of goes off into into space. It's got a glass railing. And to your left is a, a hallway. Looks like there's a room off to the right just after the turn in the hallway. Yep, it's got another um, glass window that's broken in. Looks like it may have been some sort of bar area or something. So there's smashed glass. Is there a door? Not on this side. But looking in, it's just old bottles and... Uh, any, really, really, <clears throat> any really, really gay whiskey in there? <laughs> Star whiskey? Most everything in there is smashed. Looks like there's some really, really old bags of peanuts, though. Space yeah. peanuts. Yeah. Let's, uh, let, let's keep walking down this hall. There are a few other rooms, all of them fairly nondescript as you walk down this hall, and it turns uh, to the right. You pass by some dressing rooms, and uh, finally get to a pair of doors. On your right, a door that opens up into a very large room. On your left, a door that looks like it's got a staircase going down. Mm, well, I'm not turning off the very large room before we go down, but, you know more old credit pieces that will give me more cash on the black market. Whoa! Yeah, I think I'm I'd like I to left. turn left. This is this this is important that we uh, move quickly because we're expecting to just like get a look at the streets. Yeah, but there might be like more valuable, better joints, better parts in this. What if you sent your um, butterbugs? Butterbugs uh-huh. out to scope out this wide area while we go downstairs. That seems reasonable. Alright, you throw your butterbugs up in the air and they head off into this large room. Butterbugs, I choose you! You... <laughs> uh-huh. You go Basically. to the left and down some stairs. 
On the way down the stairs, you see a pair of droids that are slumped over. It looks like they've got some blaster marks on them. They have the weapons out on their hands, on both wrists, and... It looks like they went through a fight. And you head down the stairs, and there's only one door at the bottom of the stairs. And it looks like it heads out onto another hallway. Into the door. Yeah, let's open it up. You open the door, and I flip a dark side point. Because on the other side of the drawer, there is a droid. And this one's not slumped over. It's activated? It is activated. Weapons out? And uh, it just sort of looks like it was standing its back to you. And it's facing, just facing a wall, just standing there. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna shoot it. What? Logical conclusion. Wait, wait, shoot hold, it. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's probably gonna shoot us. Does this one look like the two that we passed in the hallway, except not having this one? It's a little bigger. Battle droid. It's so the other ones were very uh, slender with very plain faces. This one um, has a larger upper chassis area Busy. and I would like the two of you to each roll a stealth check please as you open this door with which die stealth works with agility yeah I got a two agility so two agility and what's your stealth zero all right so you're gonna roll that and your agility two is also two you're gonna roll that and I gotta come up with some negative dice for ya. Your negative dice. This, this is a difficult check. Double red, a purple. Yeah, two well, reds okay. and a purple. So, so each of us roll those. And right? I'm gonna give you each a boost because it's dark in here. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Dark like the force. Okay, not stealthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you notice I made a big noise. All right, down the you hall. do have advantages, so you want to roll those same negative dice. You want to roll those two reds and a purple, please, with your green. No, I don't yeah, get that extra take piece. that out. Damn. Okay. Also, not stealthy. All right. So we made a big ruckus walking down this hallway. Yeah. So you um, now open now. that door, and it's another one of those sliding doors, but you had to do it manually, and it grinds against the floor as you open it up and you see this droid standing there with its just facing a wall and its head turns 180 to look at you and then its body follows and like an owl it says intruders (laughs) prepare to die thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights Thanks to Adam and John for playing on these episodes. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt and Nick Scourin. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, and you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Be sure to check out our Patreon this week for the dungeon map that we used for these episodes, along with a special bonus episode. Check it out at patreon.com slash coruscantnights. Now don't forget that we've got a giveaway going on right now. All you have to do to enter is leave us a rating and a review, and send it to us. 
we're giving away one set of Women of the Galaxy postcards, and a set of three books that capture that Coruscant Knight spirit. Tales of the Bounty Hunters, Tales from Jabba's Palace, and Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina. Patreon patrons are automatically entered, and we're happy to ship overseas. We'll notify our two winners on August 12th. We're excited to announce that we've got stuff like t-shirts and stickers available for you to purchase now. Head on over to CoruscantKnights.com to find the link to our store, where you can get t-shirts and stickers with phrases such as Son of a Gundark and I'm always feeling lucky. We'll be updating our shop regularly, so make sure you stop back to check out what's new.